Welcome to the Hope Athletics Orange and Blue podcast. My name is Alan Babbitt, Sports Information Director at Hope College. Uh, thrilled to uh, bring to you interviews uh, during the school year with uh, Hope College coaches, administrators, as we, uh, uh, especially uh, amid these challenging uh, times during the COVID pandemic, it's it's nice to be able to hear from our coaches and 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 see and hear about some of the great things. Uh, they and our student athletes are doing. And with us today is uh, men's and women's uh, track and field coach, Kevin Cole, Flying Dutch and Flying Dutchman got the chance to compete the first time this school year, uh, uh, this past Saturday at Grand Valley and uh, thrilled to talk to him about that. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin. Thanks, Alan. Uh, just first and foremost, take me you know, back to the weekend and being able to compete over at Grand Valley State University in the, the Bob Banks open, I mean, first time since I think February 29th last year when you were at the MIAA, you know, indoor track and field championships. Uh, how would you describe the, the mood and the feelings for everyone, yourself included, uh, you know, being able to compete again on Saturday? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, hectic for sure, because we, we came back to practice the day before and then, and then had a meet. Um, but it was just really good to get back and everybody was just just really happy to be competing. Uh, it was low key. There was only three three teams there. We only had 25 athletes out of our hundred some total athletes, uh, but it was still just great to get competing again. What did you hear from your for student athletes? What, what were they saying to you um, either during the meet or you know after the meet as you guys were headed home or what you've heard from them? perhaps afterward, just on, on their thoughts and how they, what they felt like. They were just glad to be competing again. Uh, it's been so long and um, really they've just been, they've been training on their own for what seems like forever. And now all of a sudden they get to be together and competing and um, being social from six feet away from each other, but at least being social um, and seeing some other people and, and just, I mean, track and field is all about that competition and when you're just by yourself all the time you're really losing the major aspect of it uh for you with uh um yourself and coaching how was coaching was it did it was it any different where besides the maybe the distancing uh or what, what was or was it the same as you've had you know pre-covid <laughs> it was actually really nice um it was easier for me. There, there were fewer people, both on our team and the other teams. They had the entire track cleared of anybody but athletes and coaches. So it was just wide open. You can get what, get to where you needed to. Um, kind of nice, really, that way. And But, you know, have, not having spectators there you know, changes things a lot. But it, it was I, – I enjoyed it. What has this past, you know, 10 months been like for you? I mean, I, I mean, everyone's figuring out a new normal, so to speak. And, and for you, you know, being connected with your student athletes and not being able to practice with them and, and help them out, uh, lead them. And I know you enjoy your time with your coaches as well. So what's, what's been your focus? How have you been able to try to, to get through these challenging times? Yeah, it has really been a, a challenge um, because I have so many athletes that are all doing so many different things. Uh, but what we've tried to do is just 
um, just post the workouts for them, um, stay in touch and communicate with them when we can. Um, really almost like putting things on hold, but trying to maintain the level where we left off uh, so we don't drop anything and we can come into the season ready to go whenever that was, because it seemed like every week things would change and we, we kept being prepared to start um, over and over and over and then just kept getting pushed back or canceled or, and, and who knows what's going to happen next week. We're, we're just, you got to be flexible. And then staying, you know, I know a big part for, you know, our coaches is, is that emotional connection. And especially it can be hard when you have a large team trying to, you know, make sure you're connecting and supporting. Uh, how did you try to kind of work through that with a sport that, you know, obviously has a, a large roster? That's, that's a unique challenge. Yeah, really, that was probably the the, the toughest thing there. And I, I think really the they just kind of kept in touch within small groups and and kept each other going a little bit with that. And really, with NCAA rules, we can't do things like having them report what they're doing for workouts and all you know, all that kind of stuff. So staying within that, uh, but then also you know staying in touch somewhat. Um, but really just kind of getting the method message out there and hoping that they're mature and driven enough to, to keep themselves in shape. And a lot of them prove that they are. What is it along that lines? What has impressed you as you've obviously had a chance this weekend to get with a group of them and we'll have more this week with practice and then, you know, preparation for Saturday's return to Grand Valley. What, what has impressed you about your student athletes and how they've dealt with everything? Cause I mean, they're the ones that are missing the chance to, you know, to, to compete and be with their friends. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's a difficult thing in its own right. Yeah. I've just, I've found them to be just super accepting and, and pretty laid back about it. It's, it's like, Oh, this is what, this is what it is. This is what the normal is. Okay. Then that's, that's what we do. I, I think they're, they're adapting really well to that. And I think they're, they're really, really grounded young adults that realize that no matter how bad it is, they've still got it really good. Um, and so they, they take, keep a positive attitude on things. I, I've, I've never had a team that complains very much cause I don't put up with it. Um, <laughs> and they just, they haven't complained. It's, it's like, thank you coach for giving us the chance to, to compete. Thank you for putting in the time uh, to give us the workouts. It's, they've been great about it. I know one of the adjustments, you know, our athletes had to make this past weekend was, you know, wearing masks, uh, you know, with us being able to, you know, testing three times a week and being able to do that. But with the state, you know, guidelines and expectations of, of masking, if you can't test six, I mean, that's, that's a different thing to have to kind of, um, you know, you know, contend with and, and having started running myself during this pandemic, I've worn a mask a few times and it's, it's different. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, just talk about that and what were the maybe what they had to get used to and um you know adjust to that that it is the normal right now yeah I and mean, we let them know pretty early on that they'd have to um they'd have to compete with masks on and practice with max masks on and um and so told them to experiment with a bunch of different masks and see which ones work the best for them and uh, and they found a way to do it i i think I don't know. I, I think they 
they adapt better than us old guys and just it's you know again it's it's the normal to them and so here's the mask we got to wear it we'll figure out a way to to make it work and you know we had people running 3,000 meters with a with a mask on and um and really i don't think it it affected them much at least uh talk about some of the performances this weekend i know you and i spoke after the meet on saturday and you were very pleasantly was surprised considering that lack of, of practice with how well uh, you know your student athletes did. What what are you know what were some of the performances and efforts that you know stood out to you between the men and the women? Yeah, I mean I always keep my expectations low for the first meet, um, regardless of the circumstances. Uh, but with taking that few people there, and a lot of them were were freshmen that have really never competed. The sophomores barely got a season um, last year and um, and they definitely exceeded it. I had, I had six people on the team who got personal records um, and to just come right in off of no training is, is pretty amazing to, to do that. Um, there weren't a lot of meets last weekend uh, across the country, but there were a few of them at, at least. And so it's, it's kind of fun to go in and and look at the the nation leaders early on because you look really good if you get an early meet. Um, but but still, I mean, it's there's some other meets out there, and and we've got um, we got two people that are leading the nation. We've got you know, let's see, six people that are second or third in the nation in their, in their events, and, and so you know that that won't hold up if they don't get faster. Uh, but it's still fun to kind of see that right now. Um, I noticed, uh, you know, I saw some familiar names and some new names as well. I mean, you know, Anna Tucker has been an outstanding runner right from the get-go for us. Uh, uh, Ellie Hahn was another name. And there's just uh, uh, Nathaniel Wollum as well. And um, kind of sh shape up these teams is obviously you get, we'll get to practice and get to know with this indoor season. Uh, talk about what you have on this roster and, and you know, what you see as strengths as you guys uh, move forward. Yeah, I mean we're we're definitely deep in the in the distances. I mean, Anna was um, all American in our abbreviated season last year in the three K. Actually went to the indoor meet and it warmed up a little bit. Then they shut down the the indoor national meet and they made anybody who qualified all American in it. So uh, she came away with that. I mean she's an awesome runner. She's she's going to be one of the tops in the nation regardless. And she had a great three. 3k time um, with that and and so did Nick Hoffman uh, on the guys side in the 3k so um, those those two just stalwarts of the team um, but then we've also got some some really good looking young people who came in um, you know we had Dan Campbell was uh, ran his first mile in a I think since maybe junior year of high school um, and gets like an 11 second PR and he's sitting second in the nation right now. So, you know, we're kind of deep in uh, with our older people, but also our younger people too. You know, we've got, um, like you said, uh, Nate Wollum, he's, he's sitting, sitting second in the nation in the 400, but Drew Dow was right behind him. He's third. Um, Hannah Kenny is leading in both the mile and, and the 800. Uh, Grace Barons, she's one of the people who came in in great shape, you know, came right in and, um, 
almost got a PR in the 60, got a PR in the in the 200. Uh, Nate Trumbull um, came back and got two PRs, and it's that's tough to do right off the bat in the first first meet in the 60 meters and the 200. With uh, you guys uh, getting practice going this week and then getting that uh, regular part of your regular routine, and then uh, how does the rest of the you know indoor season sh you know shape out? What do you what do you focus on in practice? What else do you have on the calendar right now that you guys are you know looking forward to? Well, we're trying to make practice as normal as possible and pretend like we've got a normal season. Um, you know, other than wearing masks and staying distanced all the time um, during it, we're just we're trying to uh, act like it's a it's a season, and we're trying to get ready for that conference meet um, in early March uh, with it. Uh, now the meets, um, I've got some on the schedule. Uh, we've got Grand Valley uh, this week, Saturday. Uh, we have a couple of conference meets towards the end of. Uh, February and early March. I've got one at Trine that's on the schedule already, uh, trying to set up some other ones in there. Um, but everybody knows that it's it's week to week with that. And yeah, a meet that's on the schedule may may disappear or I may find another one. You know, maybe I can set up a, a dual meet with, with Calvin or something like that. Um, you know, so everything's, we're still just kind of working things out. You know, whereas usually in a, a normal season, we'd have it all written down and we'd know exactly what was going to happen in outdoor. I have no idea yet. It's we'll see. <laughs> How do you approach, uh, you know, obviously indoor weather, although it's been unseasonably uh, not snowy here in Holland so far, although maybe I'll put a jinx on that right now, but how do you, you know, how do you train in, in the winter as you compete during an indoor season? Yeah, well, we have, um, yeah, obviously we get outside when we can it's just easier on the legs to uh, to be out there especially you know distance runners um you know we've got the nice snow melt that we can use sometimes uh in downtown uh, but um what i can do with with sprinters and jumpers and i've got the this week's awesome because there's nobody around uh so i've got the whole tennis center uh, we can do a 200 meter oval uh, in there, we've got our pole vault plant box in there. We've got jump mats in there, so um, it's it's kind of fun. I'm I'm calling it track camp, um, and 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 it's kind of neat having a larger percentage of the team all kind of together in the same space than we would during a during a normal year. Uh, next next week when the classes get started, and yeah, we'll still do some things in the in the tennis center. We'll start using the Dow. Uh, more um, and yeah we just kind of work around the constraints but uh, it's it's worked for us we've been pretty successful your connection with hope by uh, going back to your days as a, a student athlete a very uh, accomplished uh, you know student athlete yourself uh, on my double a in both cross country and track during your career a two-time MIAA champion in the 800 meter run and uh captain as a senior as well take me when you think back about your days as a student athlete what what do you, what do you remember and, and, and you know brings a smile to your face uh, it's a long time ago now um <laughs> it's that was the i don't know i was very serious about my about my studies and did well in those but really the fun of 
of college to me was was track and cross country, and that's where a, a huge per, huge percentage of my friend base uh, came from. And uh, I just looked forward every day uh, to to going to practice and um, and blowing off some steam from a frustrating quiz that day or or something. Um, but it was it was just a great experience uh, to me. And, and I think I think we get quite a few of these people who come out of hope and they're had such an awesome experience that they want to find some way to get back. And I'm one of the very few lucky people that actually got to do it. Uh, it took me a while of um, working my way through my, um, through my master's and my PhD and, and coaching at a, uh, some other places and teaching at some other places, but eventually worked my way back. And um, I still call it my dream job. So I'm living the dream. <clears throat> what is it about track and field that was your sport? Obviously a lot of, you know, some people find, football, some people find basketball, people find track and field. What is it for, for you that that's just that sport that's been, a, you know, obviously a lifelong passion for you? <laughs> I was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. <laughs> Big thing. <laughs> I mean, you, you go out and boy, it was uh, seventh grade. I went out and did my first cross country meet. And the next day they were talking about the results on the school announcements. And I heard my name and I'm like, Ooh, I'm somebody. So <laughs> I'm going to stick with this thing. Uh, it's better than, you know, sitting at the end of the, the bench and basketball and going in for the last minute and, you know, missing all my free throws or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, part of it was just was being good at it. Um, but another part, I just think it's just such a, it's such a pure sport. It's you, you work, you get back what you work what you work for and the harder you work at it, the better you're going to get, whether you're one of the people who are winning the meets or you know, you're just trying to improve yourself. And there's so much about, you know, setting personal records and improving. Uh, and there's no, you know, coach's decision over whether, you know, he's going to put you in the game or not. It's, you know, if you're, if you beat somebody else, you beat somebody else and nobody's going to dispute that, you know, even if you're, really ugly getting from point A to point A, B. If you do it really fast, you're still a good athlete. So it's, it's just a little different that way. I and mean, it's very individual. And I've always really liked that and just the, the freedom of it. You talked about your studies and, uh, you know, uh, your uh, master's, uh, you know, from Texas Christian and then uh, your PhD from uh, Ball State. Just uh, talk about your educational pursuits and what you found and how that uh, shapes what you do today as well. Yeah, actually, I started out uh, pre-med when I went to Hope and um, had the sophomore year epiphany that many of the students do, uh, that I was going into it for all the wrong reasons and um, just thought about things for a long time and, and realized, you know, what do I really like? I like I like athletics, I like running, um, and I really like to think about what's happening inside of the body during that exercise and you know, talk to um, a couple of my profs at, at that time, uh, one of them who was actually my cross-country coach too, um, and found out you can actually major in exercise science, you know, it, go on and get an advanced degree in it. And I'm like, so I can learn about this stuff that I already am learning about and, um, and make it a a profession. Uh, and so once I found out that I knew that was going to be my, my track, uh, from then on and, um, just kept moving on from it right from, 
uh, from Hope and had some had some great experiences. I got to work with testing Olympians when I was in in graduate school. Uh, we tested a lot of the you know people like Frank Shorter and Bill Rogers, people who'd uh, medaled in the Olympics and won the Boston Marathon. Who um, and then we brought them back like 20 years after that, and we were testing these these people uh, and seeing what had happened to them later on. I got to go. I got to work and with testing astronauts at the Johnson Space Center down in Texas. Just a lot of really cool stuff that was just um, kind of an extension of my love for for sport and for track and field. And that love for track and field and, and hope has come full circle now uh, with your uh, having your daughter Jacinda on the team um, and you know having having her be a part of this track and field and this Hope College experience. I know your wife lands a Hope alum as well, so a lot of deep connections there. What does that meant just to have this be a you know some extra time we you know profiled you and brian morehouse and uh and Stu fritz and tucker fritz and meg morehouse uh you know got a chance to talk to you guys as well about that what, just what does it meant to have your you know have that extra time with your daughter yeah um it's been great i, I should mention that uh, that my wife lynn was also an amazing athlete at, at hope uh, very good point had the had the 800 and 1500 conference record and um i think she Deserves a lot of the genetic credit there, also for for Jacinda and my other kids. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been wonderful having Jacinda uh, on the team and just being able to see her uh, compete all the time. And this last Saturday was a, a extreme example of that because we weren't allowed to have any spectators in there. So I was one of the few parents who actually got to see their kid their kid race. Um, and and so it's just it's been fun seeing her advance as as a runner and as an adult and as a uh, as a student. How is that uh, as a coach? How is it, has that changed anything your eyes as a coach? I mean, just it's just something to to kind of help you relate, kind of what your student athletes are thinking in this moment. Or have you, is there anything that's helped you out that you've learned from, you know, having a your own child as part of the team? Oh, it's. It's very helpful um, because I need, sometimes I, I can be a little out of touch and not knowing exactly um, what what people are thinking and, and just I tap into her all the time and just kind of ask her, you know, if I did this, what's the team going to think? And she's like, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. And, <laughs> and she's, she's almost always right. Um, and so I've, I've learned a lot that way. I've also learned... Um, just kind of seeing it from a parent's um, eye and in addition to a, a coach's eye and and seeing the way you know that I, some some improvements that I can make to the program and, and things like that. And then I know when we talked before you how proud of you or how not only her effort uh, and to improve and become the you know outstanding student athlete she's become an athlete, but also just her growth as a person. Just what's that meant to you to see her really, you know, um, kind of mature and, and you know become a person that's going to you know make an impact, you know, after she leaves Hope. Yeah, it's 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 cool to see that. I mean, she's always been a I don't know. She's kind of been a leader wherever she's been. Maybe that's an older child thing or, or whatnot. I don't know, but she's um, I've always been proud of her for everything that she's been able to do uh, with that. But just kind of seeing 
how she's matured through um, through the college process, and and she's ready to go out in the world, and uh, she's going to be a she's going to be a teacher, and she's going to be an awesome teacher, um, and I hope that uh, she also gets to be a coach because she can be a she can be a great coach uh, too. But she's I think she's just somebody that um, that a lot of the students student athletes just kind of feel comfortable you know, going to her and asking her questions and. Um, She's got a good good head on her shoulders. Awesome. Look forward to watching her and you and your teams uh, hopefully compete this winter. So uh, best of luck uh, with this season, and hopefully uh, you know we'll uh, obviously see an outdoor season and, and get that back going as well. Right. Thanks, Alan.